Hey. Hey. Uh, welcome to Craig's Essential Crisis. Let's start there. Hey. 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 How is everybody out, out there doing? <laughs> I feel soft. I feel like when I uh, see people again, it's shit, like and like can actually like interact with them and talk to them, it's going to be like ah, uh, like butter. Just it's gonna feel <laughs> like butter in my soul. I yeah, I think I think today is kind of a soft day. Like I yeah. I understand what you mean when you say that. Like I took like a little walk in the sunshine today and like listened to like some gentle music and I'm That's feeling like exactly like, what Lana and I did earlier. Yeah, and it's like I feel kind of yeah, soft is a good word for it. Yeah. Like not necessarily sad, but like tender. <laughs> it's like the kind of feeling of like one of those like gray sky rainy days that just makes you want to curl up with like a blanket of hot cocoa. But it's like the spring version of that where the sun is just like nice and the, the heat isn't too hot. There's a gentle breeze and it's just like, actually my neighbor, <laughs> I feel like we should just talk. Like his name is Clarence and, <laughs> and like Exposed. I bring him up enough. <laughs> um... He's very interesting. No no possible sound that we can create in our home can drown him out. And he is very loud at at, at all the things he does. Well, Whether it be yelling on the phone to customer uh, service agents or <laughs> playing music and singing along or just laughing at something on TV. Like, everything is... It just reverberates through our walls. Um, but he was playing some blasting. Some smooth jazz this morning. And that's the kind of day it's been. Yeah. yeah. Clarence really decides what type of day you're going to have. You don't even know how accurate that is. <laughs> <laughs> he could ruin it in a heartbeat if he wanted to. <laughs> or he could be perfectly pleasant. I feel like he is secretly God. Um, and he is secretly living next door to you. This is I a feel real... Like he... mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> That weird fucking fucking long distance like delay of just. Like... <laughs> I was gonna say that I feel like he's me in forty years. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna be like, oh, I need connection. I better annoy my neighbors. <laughs> Honestly, though, yeah, I, he was um he heard Mishka barking. I think at like because Mishka could hear his like TV or whatever. Sure, like, barking at it. And he was barking back. No. Oh, God. That's like the worst thing you can do. Which was, it was funny, but I was also like, oh, my God. There Jesus. is nothing, I feel like there is nothing more uncomfortable in hearing a grown man bark at a dog <laughs> in a dog language. Like, that's so uncomfy. He's He is older. He's like, you know, I'd say borderline elderly at this point, so it's kind of like he's got free reign to do whatever, you know? I can't get mad. Is that what that means? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been to a movie theater where a senior citizen who got in with a discounted ticket starts, like, loudly just, like, answering a phone call in the middle of the movie? Because I have, and know what? No one did a damn thing, because it's just like, we, what are we going to do? Like, Yell what out. are you going to... You're going to feel like... <laughs> The big man telling this old old lady to shut up and get off her phone. Like it's not about feeling like thing. a big man. That's toxic masculinity. It's about <laughs> it's about promoting public respect. It's not about feeling like a big man. Sure, fine, but like honestly, there's an age you reach where you just kind of can get away with anything, and he is pretty much. On the other side, uh, you know, there. He's there. He's older. So, you know, I can't get too mad. <laughs> That's fair. You can be a pacifist. I'm not mad about it. I mean, I don't live next to Clarence, so it's not my problem to have. No, it's not your problem. And you know what? It also gives us permission to be loud as fuck. Because he's loud all the time. So I never feel bad for, like, having a, a party here or that playing a movie very loud. Because it's literally 24-7. So... Yeah, our um, our next door neighbor moved out right before uh, lockdown, like literally the weekend before lockdown. Um, and so the guy that we share a wall with, he's gone, and I can wow. be about at any hour. It was like really good timing because nobody's <laughs> gonna be wanting to rent that unit in the middle of a pandemic. Like nobody wants to move right now. That's so. the thing. I've had another set of neighbors like actually move in during this time, and I'll like I've seen oh. them, and they have a dog, and like I'd like to say hi. 
just because we are literally, you know, I can see their apartment door from our place. Like, we're just, you know, right across the way. But uh, we can't do that right now, <laughs> so. Yeah, you cannot blow a hello in their direction. I cannot. Um, I've hey, stared. But. M- speaking of mask couture, have do you have a, a fun mask? <laughs> uh, kind of, yeah. Elena cut up an old work t-shirt of mine that is, like, lime green. So it's very noticeable, which is nice. And, uh, yeah, then she she just cut them up into strips. I was going to go on as if it was a huge <laughs> process, but no. She just took some scissors and she cut off a chunk of it, and now it is a mask for me. And the first time wearing it out to go to uh, the grocery store was just, mm-hmm. I felt like I felt like I was going to immediately look like I was trying to rob the place. Oh, no. It's just a weird thing. And it's like, I'm reassured by other people who are doing it, which I'd say is probably at like 75%, maybe. Okay. Um, Which is fair if you're just out and about in the streets. You don't necessarily expect to run into people. But if you're going into a store, you sure have a mask. Um, But yeah, yeah, it's definitely weird. How about you? What's your mask situation like? Well, I haven't had to leave the house and go anywhere public yet. Like, I have not... I've gone on a couple walks, um, and I tried to go on a hike this weekend, which is a whole other story that I won't get into. <laughs> oh, um, but I, um, yeah, I have not really gone into anywhere. I like bought enough gr- food at the grocery store last time I went that I don't need to go out again for a while. So I actually haven't had to wear one, but I do have like one of those like really. I have like the official like what is it like N95 uh, filtration mask things mm. yeah. uh, because I. Um, stole it from my landlord's basement because I was cleaning black mold off my walls. Oh my <laughs> so, god! Um, I've had that since I had to had to do that this winter, so uh, that finally comes in handy, and uh, I'm ready to nice. party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is so weird. Um, I've realized how how much you have to work at being expressive with your eyes to <laughs> not seem threatening. At least for me, a black man in America. <laughs> but yeah. uh, um, like I'm trying to do those like. Sorry for leaf blowers outside or something. Uh, I'm trying to do some sort of uh, Tom Hardy eye workouts. Like, whatever he must have done to play Bane (laughs) in Batman. Like, I'm trying to really stretch my eyes and figure out how to smile with him, like Tyra says. Trying to smize. Smize. uh, We could all learn a lesson from Tyra. We should all be smizing right now. (laughs) <laughs> that was the thing. Like, literally days ago, Lena and I were talking. It's like, you know, I at least, we were, like, talking about, she was saying, like, I smile at people, at least, so just to let them know that, like, I know I can't, like, go up to them and say hi or whatever or pet their dog, but, like, let them know we're friendly and, you know, we're <laughs> in this together. Like, now we can't do that either. So. I'm <laughs> I'm very glad to know that, like, what concerns you most at the end of the world is, like, people need to think we're nice. Like, people, Yeah, we... <laughs> I really can't have anyone think I not like, thinking I'm nice just even if someone were to if I were on my deathbed and I realized that there was someone out there who still didn't like me I, I'm a ghost because that's unfinished business and <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to live with that and die that's with a it. real that's a real uphill battle if you were a ghost trying to get somebody to like you like that's <laughs> that's a very that's almost the plot of ghost but not quite um, um, <laughs> um it is probably 10% of the plot of ghost yeah but I can't imagine the unfinished business that you have left on Earth is that somebody actually hated you and you have to make them like you as a ghost, which is so hard because everything you do as a ghost will just scare them more, right? That's the theory. That's the bridge you got to get over, yeah. And this is the plot of my next sitcom that I am writing at Quarantine. It is my King Lear. Um, so, yeah. Did Shakespeare write that in Quarantine? <laughs> I think that's what's been said that's going around. Yeah, sure. Sure, that's the hot gossip. Why not? Yes, he wrote it while quarantined from the plague. Um, (laughs) And that worked out for him, didn't it? That worked great. I am gonna, I gotta shut the window on these leaf blowers. Should we we start this show? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, gives me a chance to close the window. (laughs) (laughs) We are starting the show now. The show theme song is playing. And this is how it goes. Mm, mm, mm. I wrote a new theme song for a podcast. And that is why it doesn't sound like the one you know. Because it's Craigs' existential crisis. 
the very podcast with Sarah and Tarlin. They will look at misconnections and then they rant and rave about the misconnections that they saw. Craig says, that's all crisis. What a journey that took. What a journey. Took a journey from the intro of the podcast straight into the body of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Why is this yard work happening now? Okay. I don't know what to tell you. Tell me. It's not. It's Clarence. It's Clarence's world and we're just (laughs) living in it. He probably called and asked if they could do it at exactly 630 today. Yeah. My neighbor's recording a podcast and I'd like very much to sabotage it. Um, (laughs) Can you come by? It's not, it's, I wouldn't call it a good podcast, so can you come by and, uh... It's not, <laughs> it's not a podcast should, that, that should exist, or is helpful in any way. Um, <laughs> and I'd like to ruin it. Uh, does it lift people's spirits? Not sure. But, uh, just to be on the safe side, could you please keep it from being filmed? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, welcome! <laughs> oh my bad god! Welcome. Let me not do that. Welcome to Craig's Essential Crisis. I'm Talon Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. And this is a deep dive through the misconnection section of America's favorite list and a deeper dive into ourselves. If you don't know, the misconnection section of Craigslist is a place for personal ads about chance encounters that writers did not get a chance to act on, so they post them here in hopes of connecting. And then we find our favorites and we send them to each other, and in this week God, is it week four of yes. quarantine? Yes, it That's is. That's nuts. That is nuts. Uh, week four in this quarantine, we are recording remotely, and uh, we cold read these misconnections for you right here, right now. Right now. I will say that I know we've been complaining a lot about how, um, about how you know, people should not be having misconnections. They shouldn't be having any connections at all except for with people they already know um, and live with. Uh, and I will say, I think um, being a regular and frequent browser of the misconnection section, I think our ans- our like wish has kind of been granted. Like I, misconnections have really slowed down. Yeah, you know what? I would say the same. Or I have noticed an increase in the number of misconnections that are kind of saying what we were saying. Like one of them saying as much as like, "What are you people doing? Like I hope you're not <laughs> trying to to get out there and meet someone right now. Like you guys are." dumb (laughs) or they're like my favorite which are like the legacy misconnections where they're like we met on new year's eve in 2014 i'd love to see you again and i'm hoping that you remember this too yeah yeah there's a lot of those too so um i'm i'm very excited to see what dregs we have pulled up here (laughs) um, i would say what what cream have we have we skimmed from the top of the milky waters of Craigslist. That sounds much more pleasurable. Uh, all right, I have got something to send to you to kick us off. Okay, I'm ready to see it. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to send you, this is kind of a, a twofer. Because mm. This is almost a new segment on this podcast. Um, because I think these two misconnections I'm about to share with you. Okay. They take place in specific locations, and I think they are each a great uh, example of the locations in which or wherein they take place. Wow, that was such an explanation. <laughs> Thank yes, you. Yes, it was. This is a new segment that doesn't have a name, but it does have a very long explanation. Uh, so you I'm going to send you. You should just make the explanation the name and have to say it every <laughs> single time. It's time for our new segment. This is a twofer wherein the... <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds great. 
Uh, exactly. There's the first one for you. Great. So. <clears throat> Target. You have red hair and work in a supervisor type role? A great smile and a very desirable frame. You seem nice and good natured. We should take my passion outside or inside sometime. Not a creep, just a gentleman who enjoys what he sees. Alrighty. Would so, you like me to hold for the hold commentary for until we hear the second one? No, that's okay. I think you should definitely read the second one. So the first one represents Target, and let's see what the second one's all about. Ooh, the dichotomy of man. All right. Hillsborough Walmart workout clothes girl. You definitely caught me staring, but how could I not? You're at the Walmart in Hillsborough on Saturday near the veggies. I could not stop staring at you in that little workout outfit. Your top was barely covering those. And your pants were tight. I could swipe my credit card those that. This quarantine has got me going crazy, but you definitely helped me when I got back to my car. Winky face. And this is the difference between Target and Walmart. I mean, essentially they're the same. I just feel as though Walmart man was more forthcoming about it. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no shame in the fact that he is bragging about I guess, masturbating in his car. I mean, definitely shame. Shame. There should be shame, but he doesn't have it. Yes. There should yes. be There should be shame. Absolutely, there should be, um, but it is absent here. Uh, Do you yeah, ever... I'm, are you... <laughs> go ahead. I just... Uh, that made me think of... Uh, I'm trying to think of how to tell this story without literally giving any detail because it's too <laughs> embarrassing to handle. Um, but in college, I had this... Um, this is hard to do uh, without <laughs> details. Um, in college, I had this friend who um, suddenly uh, got very close to me, like in a way that like I didn't feel that close to them, but they felt very close to me. And I was bitching to a mutual friend about it. And my mutual friend was like, oh, you know what that means? And I was like, no. And my mutual friend was like, that means they've masturbated to you. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and, uh, what is <laughs> sometimes that just will pop into my head and I get extremely <laughs> uncomfortable thinking about it. And me and the me and the person who got very close to me, um, we're not friends anymore. We haven't spoken in years, mainly because I got so uncomfortable with the way that our our relationship went from like friend, like friends, friends to like them calling me their best friend out of the blue, and me just being like uh, surprised Pikachu face, <laughs> but like genuinely surprised, not like sarcastically surprised. Like surprised Pikachu face sometimes is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't understand the, the logic of that. Neither but, um, do I. It must be true. I guess it just must be true. You know, it's something that makes so little sense that it must be true. It must be true. In this day and age, in 2020, I think that's how it works. That is. Um, it's like the, the version of imprinting. It's like baby geese imprint on people by looking at them. Uh-huh. And, Go uh, on, and finish it. Finish and it! sick human beings imprint on people by masturbating to them. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I that just, it. I, my, my problem with, I mean, I don't like, I don't, <laughs> I would not love to be the focus of either of these, obviously. Well, if you had to choose. <laughs> you know, honestly, it's, that's, see, that's a hard question because... Is it? It well, okay, because target person is like my least favorite kind of person who like says they're not something and then immediately does that thing. Like <laughs> I just talk to so many people on a daily basis that are like, I'm not someone to make a fuss about things, but my package got to me and there was a tiny crease in the tissue paper the shoes were wrapped in, and so I'd like to return them and I'd like you to give me a 40% off coupon. And I'm like, you are literally the definition of somebody who makes a fuss about things. You just saying that at the beginning of your sentence does not invalidate literally everything that follows it. Okay. And target person's kind of doing that. They're like doing all of this like, I'm obsessed with you. You've got a very desirable frame. Uh, we should take my passion outsider inside. But I'm not a creep. <laughs> I'm a yeah. gentleman. It's like, no, I don't think you get to decide if you're a creep. I think I think the hosts of a podcast get to decide if you're a creep, and I yeah. personally feel a little creeped. 
I know we try not to be judgmental of people who write these <laughs> Craigslist <laughs> posts, but sometimes you need a little taste of medicine. I'm not saying you're a horrible person. I'm just saying maybe you are a little bit of a creep. Okay. Fair enough. And do tell me now the pros of Hillsborough Walmart persons. <laughs> tell me. Um, I would say that um, they are... <laughs> I'm going to say that both Target and Walmart uh, people probably masturbate in their cars afterwards, but only Walmart was brave enough to say it. Jesus. That's what it's... Not like... <laughs> they didn't even make it home. They, they didn't drive to, like, a separate private location. Just in a Walmart parking lot. I could never... I mean, I'm a person who holds things in very close anyways, but I could never be, imagine being so unimaginably horny that I had to masturbate in a public spot. Like, like if that's yeah. what you're into, like, if that is your kink, then, like, okay, that's one thing. Like, that's sure, a whole that's, other thing. Yeah, that's, like, a facet of your sexuality, like, whatever. Okay, cool. But, like, if that is not, like, what gets you off, I cannot imagine being so unbearably horny that I have to, you know, take some measures in a parking lot. Yeah, I can't. Um, I've why such hesitation? Just, I've Can been you? in a. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in a car in a parking lot, just like waiting for like Elena to get something or something, and just the amount of weird looks and stares I've gotten just sitting in a car <laughs> is too much for me to 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 desire anything like that. And and to elevate that situation, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know, purposely, yeah, be be helped out as this guy put it. Um, that just that's a night that's my nightmare. <laughs> okay, I'll never ask you to masturbate in public because that's your nightmare. I I understand. Please, please don't. <laughs> I please. wouldn't. <laughs> well, I would hope not. <laughs> I don't know if we're there. I don't. Wait, is that a level of friendship I could eventually get to? Is that what you Oh, absolutely. That's a level <laughs> of friendship you could get to, but I don't think we are there. Damn it. That's like God-tier friendship. I've got to work harder, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I'm a people pleaser. What can I say? <laughs> Not like Walmart workout clothes, girl. I am a people pleaser in the way that makes people suddenly declare that they are my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm going to keep an eye out for that next time someone calls me their best friend and I don't think I'm their best friend. Well, just like out of or, the you know, blue, just like very suddenly and friend. intensely. It was just a lot. Yeah. 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 And I know you don't want to give details. I'm not going I, to. I, I mean, there is there to. is more nuance to it, but any more nuance <laughs> I give will just like rip the mask off of the Scooby-Doo villain and it will be exposed and I can't. I can't risk that, you know? I'm not ready to sure. risk it all. The because same. they listen to this podcast, is that it? I I don't know. Well, I didn't think we were best friends, and apparently we were. So I don't know if they listen to this podcast or not. I mean, they're probably doing a lot more than just listening to this podcast. Stop you know it! No! About. Oh my god! You stop that. However, I have always thought that it would be fun to try out uh, being paid for phone sex. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other thing, isn't it? Um. Yeah, no, I mean, sure, if I'm getting paid, why not? I'd try it. All right, well, uh, just so everyone knows, we're going to start a Patreon, and um, one of the <laughs> tiers will be that we will give you a burner phone number that we will purchase, and uh, you can take it from there, fellows and folks. Yep, yep, you call it anytime. one of us will answer. It's a crapshoot. <laughs> you don't get to choose. You don't know who. It's just whoever gets to it first. It's much like being an RA in college. We pass the phone back and forth. Uh, we're on duty any time of day or night. If it yeah. rings, you've got to get up. You've got to put your little emergency backpack on, and you've got to go. <laughs> and we got to go to the nearest Walmart parking lot, get in the car, and help you out. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but thank you. It's also very hard to say Hillsboro. So thank you for sitting through that very tough for me reading. Of, <laughs> I don't know why Hillsboro is so hard for me to say. I do think it is. It does look deceptively easy. And then I do stumble on the borough part. Hills is fine. It's like borough, borough, borough. Hillsboro. 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 
This is a Hills bra for sure, if I ever saw one. Hey, do you got one for me to read? Hey, you know what? I might just, and again, I will say, um, you know, it was a little bit of slim pickings, but there are definitely still some gems out there. And I think it's kind of fun that, like, they've all taken on a slightly apocalyptic tone. Um, yeah, I don't know that all of them have. This one that I sent to you hasn't necessarily done that, but I just... I'd like to mention that that is the current mood. Is it a little post-apocalyptic on misconnections? Okay, here we go. Ryan's punk rock. I fell in love in Nick's. I don't care for modeling at all because I'm super selfish and I hate budging. But I'd paint a thousand pictures more and was so blown away i wanted to see my bride i don't know if i'm in too deep over my head but that was the coolest display of art i've ever seen snacks and television is appreciated i just got off from being grounded from tv because i was on probation best two years of my life comma period so glad i found you expressionless reactions to feminism kills the art i cry to you sometimes in my apologies I hope you know I mean it. I think you know I love you. And if you feel up to it, let's build a future together. One show at a time. Ball, there's a flying bald eagle emoji, and then an arrow, and then New York City, and a Statue of Liberty emoji. Okay. <laughs> I just gotta say that was the so next listen, level I, emoji. I, uh, I, I saw this one as well. Mm-hmm. I had this one queued up. I don't understand know it. what it means and i wanted to put you in the position of trying to figure it out but now you've put me in that position no Tom, uh, it's not putting you in a position <laughs> we're gonna figure it out together this is a collaborative podcast okay i trust you so <laughs> let's break it down <laughs> and you know maybe this is one of those ones that uh is indecipherable except for the person that it is meant to uh but I would say, here's, I'm just going to go off vibes. We're just going to vibe check this real quick. Let's vibe check. I'm going to yeah. go straight, just purely off vibes here. I think this was somebody who met someone else at a, uh, an art show uh, when, they were, when they were giving up modeling. They then went on probation, which means that maybe they went to jail and lost connection with this person. Uh, and then they came back out of jail and then they, they, they were on probation at that point. And then they finally are off probation now and they're like ready to mingle. I don't I don't know what kind of probations yeah. keep you from watching television. Like what sort of... Yeah, is that a thing <laughs> they do in jail? They can take away your TV time? I mean, they can, but when you're on probation, you're out of jail. Like you're living, right. you just have restrictions on you. And so like, but usually those restrictions, I believe, again, not super familiar, are like sort of based on like the type of crime maybe so like i don't know what crime you would do to get television taken away from you like that feels very much like a grounding and not probation uh maybe they were trying to like gleam ideas from how to escape prison or uh, probation yeah how to escape probation by watching ant-man and the wasp maybe that was it or maybe they like didn't clean their room and probation or, or and probation is just like uh, they're using a heavy term and they actually were just grounded i mean yeah it it went both ways it felt like it could be an aged former punk rocker who got in a little trouble and gotten deep with the law and had to do time for it or it could be a teenager who <laughs> got grounded um, and is asking for Craigslist to send them snacks and TV and reaching out to that that chick they used to make out with at the punk rock venue. You know the one. Um, yeah, Ryan's. Ryan's punk rock. Ryan's punk rock. Hey, welcome to Ryan's punk rock. Also, I love that they said that they don't care. I don't care for modeling at all because I'm super selfish and I hate budging. Is one of the first rules of modeling that you have to be selfless? <laughs> Absolutely. So You're listen, right. you gotta give. You know, you gotta give to the camera. You gotta serve looks. You gotta. Oh, that's what they mean by serve looks. It's like, it's like missionary style serving, not like. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, exactly. I always thought it was like a cool hip slang term, but no, it's like missionary, like. No, no. Yeah. Selfless, God fearing serving. 
Modeling is the most selfless. It's the most selfless profession there is. You know, I've never done it, so I wouldn't know. I don't care for it all because I hate budging. I too relate to this because I too hate budging. <laughs> yeah. You probably don't care for modeling at all. I don't. I love to just sit and not budge. Yeah, that's the thing. When you're a model, you're going to be asked to budge all the time, you know? You're going to be, like, walking by the craft services table at the photo shoot, and someone's going to say, hey, can you move? And uh, you you got to say yes, because if you say no... That's selfish. It's not for you. This whole thing, not for you. You're never going to make it. You're never going to make it in the modeling world. Yeah, that's a whole challenge I remember on uh, America's Next Top Model, where Tyro just asked the models to, like acquiesce to her demands or get out of <laughs> people's ways and if they said no they were gone they were eliminated i mean i know you're joking but that is kind of true they were asked to acquiesce <laughs> to her ways quite a lot i mean yes this is true. in all 22 seasons of that show that i have watched and will be starting again uh because unfortunately i finished all of the seasons of project runway that are currently offered on hulu um, Boy. I am going to come crawling back to America's Next Top Model, which is my number one favorite reality television show. Um, and I will probably be watching them all again. Okay. Well, you know what? Save it for the recommendations at the end of the show. I won't. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Do you have you another for me? To it. I mean, I do. I'm just stuck on hey. one show at a time. One show at a time. Give in, give in to the moment. One fashion show? One punk rock show? Who is Ryan? What is his relation to punk rock? And what is punk rock's relation to anything that is happening in this misconnection? Why is there an eagle? Why is it flying to New York City? What is happening? I think you need to ask less questions. I think that you need to kind of go with the flow on this one. I know you hate it. I know you hate to go with the flow, but this is a time when you need to do it. You're right. You know what? You're right. I don't know. And oh, okay. I'm right. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm just going to let it be. And uh, Godspeed, Ryan's punk rock. Godspeed, Ryan punk, Ryan's... Wow, that is very hard to say also. Hillsborough and Ryan's punk rock. It's a little bit like Ruth Chris's Steakhouse. No, Ruth's, sorry. It's Ruth's, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Steak. Also, can we not talk about steak? I am so upset that we didn't get to go to our steak dinner. We're going to bring it up every oh, episode until it happens. Yeah. We are. I have been craving steak so much. And I think it's because I don't I don't eat very much protein when I cook for myself. I don't know how to cook any meats. <laughs> I'm afraid to poison myself. What? So I eat mainly vegetarian <laughs> when I am cooking for myself, which I have been doing, obviously. And so I think my body is just very deprived of iron and it is like craving red meat. Like Paige might wake up in the middle of the night at some point with me just hands deep in a tray of ground beef (laughs) oh now you're just making me think of like late night ham you ever just open up a package of sliced ham (laughs) in the middle of the night i'm sorry you Uh, said that as though all of the first letters of those words were capitalized like late night ham as though that is an established thing (laughs) it absolutely is ask the world i bet if cnn did a poll about it like 90 percent of people would be like yeah i've totes indulged in late night i don't like late night i don't like any time of the day ham really it's not my favorite are you talking like cold deli cut ham yeah (laughs) yes the best that and like eating shredded cheese out of the package okay that i will agree with but late night but late night ham has got me spinning right now first of all as a name is midnight ham better midnight ham no i like late night ham i like okay i like late night ham too but yeah, just like ham that you know, you know is for sandwiches. And the fact that you shouldn't eat it because it might be taken away from your potential happiness later almost makes it better. It's like, <laughs> it's honey glaze and is also glazed uh. in like shame and guilt. And just, ah, uh, mm. now I, you know, I'm not someone who buys sliced ham anymore. That was, you know, back in the day as a child, that's when my parents were making the lunches mm. and, uh. You know, what I've realized as an adult is deli ham, sliced deli meat is sometimes Bad. more pricey than oh. it should be, at least for the amount of meat I like in a sandwich. I feel like one package of ham, for me, ideally is like three sandwiches, but they expect you to use it for ten, and it's just like... That you're very heavy ham-did. <laughs> 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 With your 
deli meat. You could have said ham-fisted, too. That would No, ham-fisted doesn't work because that would mean you hold on to it. Okay, anyways, I'm just here to say my joke <laughs> is better. The, sure. the board okay, has right. met and they've decided that my joke was better. Well, at least I still have a board seat on the Craigslist Central Crisis board, right? Um, maybe. We'll have to what? vote on it later. What's happening? <laughs> what? I'm getting a phone call. Oh, it's the board president. What do you mean I'm out? What do you mean I'm it's out? It's just Misha This is my in a company. Suit. <laughs> do you know how much I sacrificed? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> well, I'm going to finish the podcast. They can't stop me. Okay. Well, enjoy your last episode. I will. Did I already send you the misconnection? Yes, I did, yes, right? Yes, you did. You did. We've been on this this <laughs> night ham thing for long enough. We went on a bit of a midnight meat ham <laughs> ham train. Midnight meat ham train. Okay, I'm going to stop. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so this uh, this one is uh, for Northeast Portland. Oh, pink. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry I ate your magic cookies. I let you touch my boobs, though, so we're even. Granted, it was through six layers of clothes, and I made you turn your face away so you wouldn't breathe on me. And I guess I asked you to do it. Okay, so I betrayed my promise to you, but remember, I included you, kind of, so the fortune still counts. But hey, if my good deeds didn't make up for the betrayal, your unsolicited dick pic did. It wasn't even yours? Like, WTF does that. So we're even. Anyway, if we make it through this, I'll take the ski mask off. It's kind of hotter that way, though, right? Mmm, whatever. Hope you're doing okay in that haunted place. Let me know if you get the Rona, and I'll see what I can do. Though, I just read that. I think these are Japanese characters. <laughs> I think so. Then again, IDK how you'll get a hold of me since communication is limited. So far, so good, though. Through old Uncle Craig. So try. Ah, old Uncle Craig. Old Uncle Craig was the alternative name for this podcast. <laughs> it truly was. And boy, howdy, are we pissed off that somebody else said it first. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I guess I kind of, you know, I kind of gave you one that also needs a little bit more deciphering. So A little, yeah, it's a little more work. Um, I Six layers of clothing is a lot of clothing, is what I, my first thoughts are. Uh, that's quite a bit of clothing to touch a boob through. Let's like imagine six layers. So like so got, undershirt. Okay, well, okay, let's okay. say bra. Uh, let's start a, a bra. Let's bra. assume this person wears a bra. We do, not all people with boobs have to wear bras. This is but true. That's not what we're saying here. But we are trying to make a lot of layers happen. We're trying, so, so we got a bra. A, we got we've a bra. got an undershirt. We've yeah. got a, a cami. Let me tell you, it's okay. a cami. Okay. Uh, so that's three. So we got a cami. We got a t-shirt. We've got okay. one of those. Thin, yeah, this wasn't that hard. One of those thin, long sleeve shirts, you know, like a, you know what I'm talking about. And we got a sweatshirt. That's six. We did it. That we was easier it. than I thought. The perfect outfit. The perfect ladies. Let me tell you, here's an outfit for you. Gents, let me tell you, here's an outfit for you. Anybody at all. Fashion advice from me. Fashion advice. Well, that was Sarah's Fashion Corner, a new segment we are trying out here. That is like some definite Disney Channel level layering going on. Yeah, no, for sure. They're just missing like a beret. And a pair of plaid Bermuda shorts. Yeah. Who did the costume design on all those shows? I don't know, Why? but I will tell you it was influential because I did own a pair of plaid Bermuda shorts. So <laughs> uh, definitely a fashion guru for one one young preteen. Um, I'm going to attempt, while we're talking, to translate these characters that are embedded in the body of this misconnection. And we're just going to go ahead and hope that it's Japanese. That's what it looks like. It's definitely not Korean. I don't think it's Chinese. It looks Japanese to me. I don't know how right this is, but according to Google Translate, the characters <laughs> translate to... There's one character couldn't translate for some reason in the middle. So it's old rat, then that character... Then, uh, disseminated disease. So does that, <laughs> does that mean anything? You know, it actually does answer some questions. I was talking about an old rat spreading around disease. And they're talking about corona. They, it's all related, plague, vaguely plague related. Oh, you know what? It might be Chinese, actually. Oh, god damn it. Because, uh, that translation seemed to work a little better, but basically means the same thing. Uh, rat-borne diseases. Whoa. 
here we are. So, not coronavirus, for the record. No. And if this is what that person's implying, it's probably just racism. But Against rats? Oh, because it's in Chinese. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, racism against rats, Sarah. Sorry. I was so confused. I forgot that they had written it in Chinese characters. Um, yeah, well, you, you can't expect much else from Portland, can ya? Yeah. Oh, and there's one character at the end here. We totally, I totally missed. Oh, so there could be a, that could change the whole meaning of the sentence. It, it's the key phrase. It's the key phrase that's going to turn this whole misconnection on its head. All, like a clue in a Nicolas Cage movie. All other clues only hope to be this character. And let's see what that character means. Uh, well, it's mouse. Or rat. Welp. I'm glad that it was just like mouse, 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 rat, mouse. <laughs> Which could be a Chinese Zodiac thing, you know? It's, isn't it the year of the rat? Currently? It is. Let me tell you. It sure as hell is the year of the rat. <laughs> Got that big rat energy. And all the rats are like, don't fucking look at us. This was not our problem or our fault. And yep, like, it's our year and your stupid human virus isn't going to ruin it for us. That's true. I hope rats, you're out there just having a hell of a time. Stealing whole slices of pizza. Starting your culinary career in a little chef hat. Yep. Controlling a tiny ginger human and uh, showing him the ways of a craft that you really have no way of knowing. Okay, that's rude. That Remy fucking studied up. Okay, Talon, can you check your ignorance at the door? Just because he was you know, a rat doesn't mean he you can't know what? Show. No, no. I've, I've <laughs> been tired of ignoring this topic. And know what we're getting? I have some problems with the movie Ratatouille, okay? Oh I my just, god. Okay, I fine. I just do. It's perfectly cute. But what are we learning from it? What are we really learning from the movie Ratatouille, that you can That you can do whatever you want no matter who says you can't. Uh, I'm pretty sure the movie even says this rat can't be a chef unless it's in his own little tiny, like, corner restaurant that no one, no, no one gets to? to know. No one gets to know. They know. <laughs> Do they know? Do you think the people at the end of the movie know? Maybe the that, real, maybe the real thing is the reward of the doing itself, not that everyone knows you're doing it, Tallinn. I mean, yeah, but, like, this goes against the whole anybody can cook thing. Anybody can cook. Because it's like, he is anybody can cook, but... Only certain kinds of people get to be, you know, known for cooking. Yeah, well, they're not just blindly optimistic, Talon. <laughs> They've got to have a little realism in there. Okay. Well, I still think the turn Remy has on Linguini is very sudden and unjustified. And also, what kind of name is Linguini? Really? It's a fun name. <laughs> it's fun, but at what cost, Sarah? At what cost? I can't believe you're, t- you're talking shit about Ratatouille in my house. It's perfectly fine. It's just, it's. I actually really like Ratatouille. It's <laughs> that's right. You've got to watch your goddamn mouth in this place. I got problems with Frozen. I got problems with Brave. And I'm cars. not gonna ask about. I'm not gonna ask cars. about any of those. I'm not interested. Well, <laughs> I think the people are plenty interested. The people. The people did watch Frozen two recently though. How how would you feel? Uh, fine. I thought it was better than the first movie, but... Oh, hot take. I, I, I still don't think the first movie was very good. Okay. Compared to, like, a Moana, that is a beautiful movie with lots of layers and art direction, and it knows what it wants to be, and it has a strong message, and I feel like Frozen was kind of thin. Fair. There. Again, I, I have... That, I don't know why I entered into this conversation. I have I don't know little why to no opinion about these. So, what about this misconnection? What about Opank? You know, I was wondering if they just mistyped Hank, but <laughs> I maybe Hanky Panky, little pa- little Panky, little Panky without the Hanky. Do you think it's a person named P- Hank, and they got the nickname Hanky Panky, and now Pank is also a secret coded nickname? Well, yeah. I mean, they did send a dick pic of somebody else's dick to the writer of this Craigslist misconnection. Yeah, let's address that. Fellas, people with dicks, whoever you be, listen. Um, if you're trying to impress someone with a picture of a dick that is not yours, what, what what's your train of thought there? What's going to happen you know, when they get so impressed by this phantom dick that isn't yours? Um, 
This also reminds me, I had the same reaction to uh, a, uh, a segment on an episode of, uh, was it a hundred, a thousand ways to die? A hundred ways to die? A thousand ways to die. That show. Everyone knows this show, right? Sure. There's a bunch of yes. crazy, on Spike TV. random deaths. It was on Spike TV. Yeah, Spike. Yes. Um, Spike. Man's yeah. Spike. Spike. Man. Spike. Women uh, get oxygen. Men get spikes. No girls allowed. This is Spike. Um, yeah, so on that show, there was a scenario I remember where a guy was going to a club and he like tied a, a full on sausage um, in, in his pants. Like he just tied it around his leg. Sure. Because he thought this will look impressive and it will make women sure. want me if they see this long sausage in my pants and assume it's my penis. Sure. Um, yeah, sure. As you do. As you do. And, uh, he he died because like it cut off circulation and what? It, yeah, like he tied it so tightly that it just became a problem and and the his body stopped working. Um, See now I'm but, I'm not believing this show from Spike Television. That sounds ludicrous. There is some much weirder ones that I fully believe. Um, some some humans just die in very unfortunate ways. Um, that's one of them. But the whole. Th- that that sh- that the first question anyone should have asked is like, what's going to happen if someone takes off your pants, my dude? Like, you're just going to have a smelly meat product in there? And, and what is your plan? What is your plan to just, like, take a woman home and then be like, hold on, before we go anywhere with this, I need to go to the bathroom and also the kitchen real quick. Like... Maybe maybe he wasn't uh, planning on having sex. Maybe he just wanted people to be impressed by him. He just wanted respect. <laughs> he just wanted respect. Yeah. That's all he wanted. And that's what big old penises get you. Respect. Elaine <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I were walking Mishka earlier, and there was a big dog across the street that started barking at Mishka. Mishka wasn't doing anything at all in response. And Elena was like, wow, Mishka, you're so intimidating. And I was like, well, he does have a giant cock. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which I think is funny enough to repeat on this podcast. But, um, <laughs> Apparently you did. You did think it was funny enough. It is the quarantine brain. It's just, it doesn't know anymore what is what's Socially funny or what's cool, what's acceptable. <laughs> what, yeah, it, it really is losing track of all that. It was a so little I'm funny. I'm really sorry. I, it was a little funny. I'll <laughs> give it to you. Yeah, yeah. Um... So, a lot going on in this misconnection. Uh, also, he lives, there's a haunted place involved. There's a ski mask. I don't know what to say about it. Maybe it doesn't need much more to say. It's just It just had so much going on that I felt like we had to read it. Sometimes the things that have the most to say have the least to say. You know? Yeah. Did that, <laughs> did that uh, make sense? Did that sound deep? Did that fulfill something inside of you? <laughs> Yeah, I could be happy with that. <laughs> okay, great, thanks. Um, Audience, you let us know what you think. <laughs> what, what did we miss in this crazy uh, opank misconnection? If we missed something that you wish we would have talked about, let us know and we'll be happy to have this discussion again. Um, okay, so I've got... Um, this one is a user submission from across the pond. Uh, this is from um, my friend Patrick, um, who in the past has... Heckled us to change our name to Craigslistential Crisis because he says it will make it easier for him and all Brits. <laughs> so I'm and I still think about that frequently, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm trying to see how. So I get so maybe Craigslistential is kind of the pronunciation of uh, <laughs> a word. Exist existential, and um, I'm trying to think of how Florence Pugh would sh- say it. You know. Um, I'm glad she's your frame of reference. Yeah. The littlest of women. The littlest of women. Well, anyways, this is a submission for Patrick, um, so I'll go ahead and and send it over to you. Here we go. And you have to read, you need to read all of the place names, because they just, they sound made up. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) Uh, Maria, Sheena, Abby, Amersham85. Amisham, Great Missingdon, High Wissimbi, <laughs> or Wikimbi, Wissimbi, 
Kimby. I would go ahead and say it's probably like Y Kim. Like I'm betting you that the end is not pronounced, but I like sure. what you're doing with it. We'll see. We're gonna translate this one too. Uh, <laughs> looking for three pinky girls from Amersham College, 1985. Goth Abbey, Glam Mariah or Maria, and Sheena. I just back in UK after many years away. Would love to track you down. I see the damned playing soon in Aylesbury. Love a reunion. Anyone know these girls and can help get me in touch? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Uh, first note. So, <laughs> Goth Abbey, Glam Maria. And Sheena. Sheena doesn't get a cool descriptor. <laughs> no. Sheena, Sheena just wore jeans and t-shirts. There was nothing you could really say about her. Just, she, Sheena's just Sheena, you know? Yeah, Sheena's just, uh, Sheena has always been herself. If you, what do you think people would call you? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I just went to black tall. <laughs> uh, which is fine. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, it. it's not wrong. It's just. It's not wrong. <laughs> reductive. Which I, <laughs> you know. Many great characters with the, uh. The 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 pre prefix prefix of black, you know, many of them. Yeah, many exist. Dozens of us. <laughs> Maria Sheena Abbey. This is like a Mambo number five. Oh, uh, I knew you would find a way to relate it to Mambo number five. I always do. Also, three pinky girls. Is pinky slang for something? No idea what that means. It makes me vaguely uncomfortable, but uh, I wasn't brave <laughs> enough to ask Patrick what it means. <laughs> Let's assume it's not racist. What <laughs> what could it mean? What could it mean? Let's assume it's not racist. Let's, let's That's just, yeah, never let's just a get good that idea. The table. You should never yeah. assume something's not. I feel like it's always the opposite <laughs> direction. It's racist until proven innocent. May, yeah, maybe. I just feel like if someone shouts some gibberish at me, uh, I'd rather assume it's not racist and probably a compliment. Um, pinky. Maybe... Young I, I, rosy cheeks. Maybe I, don't know. Uh, I think also maybe like punky because they're got that you know the damned is playing soon. I always I always you know wonder what is actually being said on purpose and what is a typo because sometimes you are typing these bad boys out they they are like a demon that need to be exercised from you mm-hmm. that you yeah. just have to get them out right away. So maybe like three kinky girls also. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But also, yeah. like, couldn't it be, like, three slutty girls? Yeah, yeah. couldn't it be, like... <laughs> but really, I mean, his this person's kinks are goth women, glam women, and Sheena's. Well, I wouldn't say it's a kink there. I, like, I have a glam kink. <laughs> I'm sure it's not, uh, I'm sure there is somebody out there who has it. It's, like, what's, the saying is, like, if the, if you can think of it, somebody has a kink for it. This person's trying to track down, I guess, three college women that I'm assuming they went to college with or knew in 1985. That was a long time ago. That's pretty... I mean, you know, I think mentally I go, like, that's 15 years ago. And then I have to go, (laughs) that's 35 years ago. That's just objectionably wrong. Yeah, I still think 2000 or 1990 was 10 years ago. You know, we've all been there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if this year counts, so maybe it's... <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll just start 2020 over again uh, in January. Honestly, I think that'd be so great. Like, this is a free... <laughs> this is a gap year for the world. I'm not mad about it. Not mad. I mean, I'm mad uh, about it currently, but I wouldn't be mad about that happening. No. Nah. Yeah, me neither. Um, I'd just rather they tell us ahead of time so we could do some fun stuff and not just let us live the whole year, you know? <laughs> don't you hate when you just have to live <laughs> it's a nightmare <laughs> honestly <laughs> not wrong um mariah sheena abby amersham 85 this is like a this is a lot of sounds there is a song in here i think amersham amersham has to be the name of the school right Amersham, Amersham, yeah. Amersham College. Mariah, they say Sheena, right Abby, 85. you just want to make it into the next mamba number five yeah, you know what? I will. That track will close us out at the end of the episode. Stay tuned. 
A little bit, Maria. Oh, this is an um, art and design college. In is it? Buckinghamshire. I don't know if I said that right. I just, I know that that when pronouncing the names of British places, you just kind of mush up the end because they get really <laughs> mad if you actually pronounce it. So, how do you say the name of that sauce people use on steak? Worcestershire. <laughs> Mm, yeah, exact great British accent. Yeah, it's Worcestershire. 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 Like, <laughs> like the actual sound of the words has been withheld by the government. Exactly. Yeah. Worcestershire. Those are the Queen's uh, letters. You can't say them. Nah. Okay, what about Wickim? Wickim? Wickimby. Wickham. 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 I bet it's like Wickham. Hi, Wickham. <laughs> Hi, Wycombe. That sounds like something you say before karate chopping somebody in the neck. <laughs> Hi, yeah, that's, Wycombe. <laughs> that's uh, uh, Chin Lee's uh, secret move. It's her, her one of her bonus moves in Street Fighter. I'm also, I think it is now, um, I think that is also actually a typo. Um, because I think it's Wycombe. Y-C-O-M-B-E instead of Y-C-I-M-B-E. Oh. Um, let me... Wickham. Oh. <laughs> Wickham. 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 Ah, yes. Wickham. Thank you, Emma says. Nope, Emma saying dot com. Thank you very much. That was with an O or with, with an I? Oh, uh, with an I. Wickham. Or no, okay. oh, oh, sorry. Wickham. Oh, no. But I think it is Wickham. a... A typo in the post itself. Wickham. Mariah Sheena Abby. Abby, you think? Maybe Abby. I've been saying Abby, but it's probably I'm going to go with Abby. It's probably Abby. But who could uh, know? Who could know? There's been so many typos already. We don't know. Great Missingdon. Great Missingdon. Amersham, Great Missingdon. Hi, Wickham. Nailed it. Wow, you sound like a Brit already. Hello. We should. I'm Florence Pugh. Mariah... Marie, I mean, Sheena, <laughs> Abby, Amersham, 85. My boyfriend is from Scrubs. Anyway. <laughs> That's the end of my Florence Pugh impression. That was great. Um, hey, anyway, I'm a little women, I am. <laughs> anyway, come dance and cook with me. In my kitchen, I wear a sundress. Even though it's 60 outside and it's March. It's a bit nippy. Oh, um. Hey. Midsummer. What? I I hate to stop you in the middle of your Florence Pugh impression, but um. I was about to get on a roll. I think it's about time. Yeah, I think you are right. Um. This week, uh, this one kind of flew by. Honestly, honestly, I feel like the other weeks I felt time a little bit more strongly than I do now. So the fact that we are. Entering or begin or like you know we're in week four of yeah of, that that doesn't sound right but it is it's correct right? no that definitely is what's happening that's wild um yeah it's definitely getting all a little bit loopy so I really look forward to doing this and uh, I'm glad you're able to do it I'm glad you got that microphone just in time right in the nick of time some might yeah. say I foresaw it. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to have a real good one to end with here. And then, of course, will be my Mambo number 5 parody. So look out for that. Um, first, did you have any uh, fun time killers or medium media things you wanted to plug as a way to kill a couple minutes in quarantine? We started yeah. this new segment last week. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. About two weeks too late. Um, <laughs> so all the good content's already out there. Uh, I'll go ahead and plug another podcast slash graphic novel. Ooh. Um, because one of the things I know I've dabbled in over quarantine, and I know I have friends who have dabbled in, and you may be someone who dabbles in this too, is uh, role-playing games like a Dungeons & Dragons or How other formats you? that are available. Look, here's the thing. I avoided it for so long because I think I just kind of have an addictive personality. And I honestly felt like I, if I had started this around a time I initially wanted to, like in high school, mm -hmm. uh, that would be my life oh, right now. Oof. Like, that would, I'd be deep in it. And I literally just had to stop myself. Deep in a dungeon it. with a dragon. Deep in a dungeon with a dragon. But, uh, you know, I have now 
partaken a little bit. Uh, we have a friend who has started a game that I'm a part of. I got to play another one as my introduction. Someone who was uh, who created an amazing setup that I, I've been spoiled. Like no game will ever reach that level of prep. But uh, anyway, that kind of thing is fun. And one of the ways I got into it was through a podcast called The Adventure Zone. And I'm sure I would think you have likely heard of the McElroy brothers and their other podcasts, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. And now they have a whole like podcast empire where they each host like two other podcasts with various people. And uh, you know, I'd be lying if I, you know, didn't admit that they have inspired my wants for this podcast in some ways. And how um, dare you? I know, but. Uh, <laughs> The Adventure Zone, I feel like, while it was, like, their second big project, it kind of grew into a life of its own. And um, it's a really great Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where it's the three brothers. One of them is Dungeon Master, and then their dad is also playing with them. They're hilarious, and it's honestly, like, one of those things that starts off as, like, a funny, jokey kind of good way to pass some time and ends with me, like, in tears because of, like, the beauty of the storytelling because it honestly is like one of the uh most beautiful stories i've ever gotten to like experience and it's such a fun experience all the way through and it starts out like just fun and then you're hooked and then um yeah so i recommend taking a listen to the adventure zone podcast and their first big uh arc is being turned into a series of graphic novels so there's two out right now there's another one slated to come out um later in the year um, and those are really fun too. So, uh, yeah, I was not a Dungeons and Dragons fan before any of that, and it made me want to play so badly, and now I since have, and it's opened my eyes to a whole new world of, one, just storytelling, and two, fun things you can do while quarantined. That is fun. So, yeah, there you go. That's great. Adventure Zone. Um. How about you? Yeah, mine will be less a piece of media and more, uh, just a suggestion, um, something yeah. that our friend group actually did that uh, that I've done before that really helped, um, which is making a collaborative Spotify playlist is really nice. Um, yeah. I did that with my best friend uh, who I've been best friends with since like birth. Uh, when I moved to college, uh, something we really bonded over was music. And so when I went away to college, uh, we created the podcast, this podcast, this Spotify playlist, <laughs> um, where we just like add whatever we were listening to that week um, into the the playlist. And when we got sick of it, we'd remove it and put in mm. new stuff for whatever. And um, then we started doing it with our friend group now uh, recently. And it's been really nice. It's a great way to like rediscover music you haven't listened to in a while or a great way to listen to a new genre that you might have not listened to otherwise. But yeah, it's really fun to do collaborative playlists with your friends and it kind of makes you feel like your friends are with you. Totally. I uh, I love that we started doing that. I haven't had a whole lot of time to listen to music because most of my work has been video editing, which requires me to have free years, which I hate, honestly, because <laughs> I love listening to music at work normally. So uh, I'm excited to dive into it, but I have tried to add some stuff, and I've just glanced at all the stuff you guys have added, and it's made me really excited to listen to it. And I just love... Uh, I'm a huge music fan, and I love listening to the music that my friends love because I feel like it's a really intimate way to get to know them. Um, and just get to know them on a different deeper level so uh yeah don't definitely please don't that. masturbate to my spotify playlists <laughs> well <laughs> because that will... i already consider you one of my best friends but uh... i guess if it gets <laughs> <laughs> that's it gets my level more of serious. friendship <laughs> <laughs> uh thank you all so much for listening to craig's potential crisis uh, if you like what you hear, do consider leaving a rating and review in the Apple Podcasts app or anywhere, any one of our pages that have that function. Just, you know, tell a friend to listen to us. Uh, it means a lot, you know? All these ratings mean a lot. And anytime... Honestly, anytime, like, someone is interacting with us that isn't, like, part of our friend group, it feels really good. Mm -hmm. And, like, there's a good amount of you out there who, you know, we have grown a little bit, and that's super cool. So uh, we want to keep that out, uh, up going. We don't, you know, we don't advertise this podcast at all. So you are our... our advertisement. <laughs> you are our advertisement. You, my son. Um... Yeah. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter for some fun bonus content, some visual content that we can't show you via uh, headphones. We're legally not doesn't... allowed to. 
that and it's just physically it doesn't we it, are, science doesn't the support law that. keeps us from doing it we don't have eyes and in our only ears. the law only okay fine i would say the laws <laughs> of god maybe but uh yeah so go ahead and follow those accounts so we can show you the things that you wouldn't see right now and uh we also want to thank the incredible rose sherman for writing and performing our theme song Woo! uh yeah check her out on instagram at hey shermy um She's been posting real fun stuff on there. It's been, it's just delightful. It's a delight. Delightful. A delight. If you have a misconnection story of your own or you want to send us a personal lad or whatever, just want to get in contact with us and you're old-fashioned and like to use email, uh, go ahead and do that. Our email is craigcrypod at gmail.com. That is C-R-A-I-G-C-R-I-Pod at gmail.com. Beautiful. One day I'll record like an actual little jingle. You We're keep saying Rose that, and I hope you just keep saying it forever. <sighs> One of these days, you know. I was—I <laughs> swear I was going to get on it this week, but um, <clears throat> our next episode's going to be out next week, Woo! and uh, we—I think—I think it's safe to say we might be trying some different things in coming weeks. So stay tuned. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. I'm going to send you one last one. To check out. And this is the theme music for the time when I'm going to send you a misconnection. And I don't want to have to edit it out of the pod, so I'm going to make it as entertaining as possible. Boom. Here you go. Close it out with this. I will. Here we go. <clears throat> Dude on number 77. We sat across from each other on the 77 last night. You have a shaved head and rode your bike. IDK if you wanted to beat me up when I was staring at you, but you're hot as fuck. And that was it. Uh, I'm Sarah Thompson. <laughs> I'm Tom Bigelow. This is Craig's Essential Crisis. Craig's Essential Crisis. Yeah, nailed it. Good luck syncing that later. <laughs> no, I really fucked that one.